0: Hello everybody, I'd like to welcome you to another podcast brought to you by the players in the game of life Today I have some very important friends with me, they're very special to me I'm going to let them introduce
1: themselves
2: Ladies first Hi, my name is Cherise Griffin
1: And it's Mike G, the
0: free agent fan And we like again to welcome you all to this podcast. This has been one that's kind of close to my heart being a minister. And the question is, and I've been asking, we've been dealing with why people don't want to go to church. I'm going to let you hear from them and then I'm going to intercede or come in and, you know, just make everything just a little bit better and shape up your minds. I'm not trying to get you. We're not trying to get you to think like us. There is no right or wrong answer to this. This is your strictly your opinion. All I want to do is get you to think. Amen. Just get you to think. Mike, start off for us. Okay. Why do you think people don't go to church?
1: Well, thinking about that, I um, first thing that comes to mind for me is fear. Sometimes, you know, people are a little bit afraid. They hear rumors about what church people are like, and they especially if they've never been and they let this this fear settle into their mindset and they think oh okay well i can't go there because i'm gonna be judged or you know i'm gonna be looked at if i'm not dressed properly if i'm not this or that and they let that keep them from even taking that step to even go find out if those rumors are true and we all know that yes it can be in some churches but You have to take that leap and, you know, just try and see because you'll find out that it's not everywhere. That's one. That's just one thought. Okay. Cherise.
2: So I think another reason is that some people and I put myself in this category. I guess the question is just because you don't go to church, does that mean you don't have a relationship with God? Like I talk to God all throughout the day. Like we have conversations you know i don't it's not just about praying at night for me so it's like if if i have a belief in god and he and i have a relationship just because i don't go to church every sunday does that make me less of a christian
0: mm, okay i hear that these are these are just questions that people have we're going to get into an answer a little later on not in this podcast but Next week, but I want you to hear yours may come up and I want you to understand that when this is something that we're not trying to do to demean or, or to pull rank or pull academic whatever over on you. It's not that or to even release. We just want you to say what's on your mind and want you to think about what's on your mind. I guess it's my turn now. I've recently asked people in the barbershop what stops people from going to church and I've had some reasons uh that sound that was pretty profound to me and one was extremely simple and I didn't really understand I did understand it but it it really hit me when he said it I talked to a young African guy and uh he's a customer of mine at the shop and I asked him and he said well the reason that he thinks that people don't go to church anymore like they like they ought to or like you know, like they were raised is when they were children, they were made to go to church. And there was an accountability thing that was kind of like a punishment. If you didn't go to church, there were certain things you wouldn't do. Now that they're grown, they don't have to go to church. What they gonna go to church for? In fact, it's like rebelling against some of the rules and regulations that our parents had on us. And, and I get that. Then I've heard uh, that some men don't want Another man telling them how to run their household. And and that was one to me. And then there was another one that, that my sister said. And, and that really, that, that threw me. Because I was shocked that it came from her. Because she's a minister and she's been in some churches. And uh, what she told me was church hurt. You know, when you go to church and things don't go the way that you want them to or the pastor does some things that's 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 off the chain and you know you lose your faith and your confidence in him or whatever and and that i see is a big thing because some people go to church and they look for the pastor of the church especially to be a man of character but if i may interject i just want to say this i want you to remember that this is still a man And he's a human being and he's subject to make mistakes. And and, and that's about it. We all have made mistakes. We find it difficult to forgive people. But the most person that's harder to forgive is ourselves.
1: Okay, Mike, you got something else? Yeah, yeah. Um, I also think that another reason people don't go is uh, their lifestyle. Um, A lot of us lead a lifestyle that back in the day and i'm pretty sure today's time would be considered less than holy you know and whether that be uh homosexuality uh drug dealing uh gangs whatever whatever your thing is is looked at as uh okay i shouldn't even be in church you know like what's that saying where people you always to joke like oh if you walk in church uh the church will burn or catch fire you'll catch fire be <laughs> yeah. because of your lifestyle yeah and that's definitely something that keeps people from going. I see it a lot uh, uh, amongst younger kids. They don't want to go because they feel like they're going to be judged for their lifestyle. Okay.
2: So another reason, it kind of pity backs off of what you were saying about your childhood and upbringing. Because I was one of those children that had to go to church every Sunday. And by the time I was a teenager... You know, I was just looking around and it all played into kind of fear too because I, I had an older brother that got saved when I was 12. And he got saved and it was, it was alright, you can't listen to music, you can't watch TV, you can't eat these kind of foods, you can't breathe, like you can't do anything anymore. He was one person one night or one day and he was a totally different person the next day and he projected all of that on to me. And it, it scared me, kind of ties into the fear, because I, I started looking at him like, if that's what saved is, I don't want it. I don't it. want it. I understand. I don't want it. And so, you know, our family went to the same church, and just seeing him at church, and, you know, I, I love him dearly, but in a way, I feel like he traumatized me, because it, it made me put a wall up within myself to say, all right, I'm only going to go this far in my Christian walk so that I don't. End up like, like my him. brother. Now he's come a long way now, cause we were on him. Like, listen here, you gone with all that? You, with, <laughs> you know, just me and my other brother, and you know, it, it was just too much. It was too much, and it just really instilled instilled a fear in me to just stop stop at a certain point, and that's it.
0: Then there, I have a, a, another one, and and this seems to really be getting it to people. Death and Things like that, tragic experiences. When you turn around and you ask God, if you're such a loving God, how could you do this? How could you let this happen to me? You know, uh, these are questions, my brothers and sisters, that, that we are going to answer. We're going to address them, but we're not going to address them right now. We hope and pray that yours is in this some kind of way, that you feel a connection to some of these things that we bring up. There is an answer. There is an answer. And it, 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 I don't. I'm not saying that I want you to honestly believe. I want you to try, but I want you to just open your mind. The Bible, not just the Bible, but it's been said that we only use a portion of our mental capacity, and that part that we don't use lies dormant. I'm gonna say this systematically. One thing that has been tried to do is the church has always been the foundation of the black man, not just black man, all men, but when they try to eradicate it, try to stop you from going because they they bring out, if you ever notice now, we have more things about preachers and churches on social media than we've ever had before, and social media makes people, uh, it leads them, it, it, it trains their mind, It it's it, it, Kind of like putting a bit in their mouth and you pulling them where you want to go or you're guiding them where you want them to go. And they're driving people away from the church. Now, that may be true in some instances. But, you know, just because, and this is my own personal belief, just because you go to, let's say you go to a restaurant and you don't like the food at the restaurant. They they, they, they got poor service. Do you stop going to that restaurant? Yes. Do you try to go to another restaurant? Yes. Or do you stop eating altogether? (laughs) Or do you just go home and cook? Whatever you... I don't know. It's it's whatever you choose to do. Which way have you been led? How has someone altered your train of thought or or put something into your head or into your psyche to make you want to stop doing something that's beneficial? I know for a fact, and I'm still not trying to persuade you to go to church. I just want to make a, a, a an observation. I was one myself that that was made to go to church. In fact, I did some crazy things. I'm glad, and I'm not glad that my mother and father are deceased. But if they were to hear what I'm about to say right now, mm-hmm. I'd probably still just get another whooping or beat down or something. I remember when I was about 16 years old, I just got a, my mother just got a call. And one of the things she did was she allowed me to take my brothers and sisters to church. And what I did instead of taking them to church. I took them to church. But uh, I was going to Antioch Baptist Church at the time. And Billy Burks was right around the corner from that. I went to Billy Burks with my church money. And I played the pinball machine. (laughs) And I had hamburgers. you know. And I'm being so stupid that I didn't even think. That my father, which was, you know, at that time was a gambler, and he would get up and he would ride around. He, I'm thinking that he's not going to drive up to the church and see what I was doing or if the car was parked out there. He went around to the church and found out that the car wasn't there, and then he saw it at Billy Burks, and he waited till I got home and asked me a question. What was that question? What did they talk about in church? Mm. And I said, God. And boy, boy, boy. Mm. Did I catch it from there? Mm. See, so it doesn't mean that we're perfect. Nobody is perfect on this earth. David was a man after God's own heart. And David did a lot of stuff. David was a murderer. He saw a woman that he wanted taking a bath on a porch and he asked sent somebody over to get her. Then he got her pregnant. And after he got her pregnant, he tried, he did kill her husband, you know. David was something else But the Bible says that God That David was a man after God's own heart True enough it's an old cliche And the Bible says And you know it it writes down that that, And we hear it all the time Yeah God knows your heart But God is the only one that can judge your heart And he's not judging it for one instance He's judging it for the whole kit and caboodle How you are period How you are as a person We hear a lot of things about good people Why does bad things happen to good people I want to tell you a secret There's no such thing as a good person Mm. You're not good Only God is good In fact Jesus said once When somebody called him good He said nobody's good but the Father Now you may have an alright lifestyle And you're not going around Doing everything bad But if we were just to really think about it And just read the Bible sometimes We find out that a lot of things That we think Is good Is not really good We can work ourselves to death and put so much work or emphasis on our jobs that we don't take care of our families. We can do so much stuff that that's wrong in and of itself. We don't teach our children another thing, uh, how to do things. My mother and father and my grandmother, they were in the church and the church was in them. They prayed for me. I thank God today that they did because a lot of stuff that I got into I probably wouldn't have got in fact I know I couldn't have got out on my own it took them now being raised in church why didn't I just do what I was supposed to do right off the bat because I didn't want to sin felt good to me and it felt good for a minute I had to wake up and find
1: these things out but somebody prayed for me right yeah I do have one more this is the last one I saved this one for last because this is the obvious reason why People don't go to church Uh, They're just non-believers, atheists And I had a friend who was an atheist And the reason I bring this up is because She had something happen in her life That changed her whole view And she became a believer because of what happened in her life Now, I've never experienced I've never been an atheist But I've known people who do not believe in God And for me, it's not even an option Because the I've had so many miraculous things happen in my life to where I can't do anything but believe. And I know people listen to be like, well, that could be a coincidence or, you know, miraculous things happen all the time. But for me, every single one of these things that happened, they happened right after I prayed for them or I prayed about them. And then my situation changed. So yeah, once or twice coincidence, but every time I, I, don't think uh, coincidences happen that often you know for me it's got to be a higher power but that's my that's my last reason just flat-out atheists and they just don't believe
2: so I think my last reason is you know some people feel uncomfortable in church I myself have times where I, I've been uncomfortable in church because like I said at 13 I put a wall up and even to this day, I still struggle with trying to break down that wall. and Which then led me to not go to church as much once I became became an adult. And so then when I did start going back to church, like, I'll be honest, I've never read the Bible in its entirety. You know, I'm not able to quote Bible scriptures and stories right off the back. I have to really think, okay, that happened. Like, I have to really think about it. And so then going to church... Like sometimes I'd be standing there and they, they'll they start singing a song and it's a popular song and I didn't know the lyrics. And I would feel uncomfortable and self-conscious, like, well, maybe I'm not a good enough Christian to be here because I haven't read the Bible in its entirety and I don't know a lot of these songs. So now I'm feeling self-conscious. So I think people, you know, dealing with a lot of trauma or experiences that happen When they were younger, that they're still carrying today, and you know, in my case, sometimes I just don't think I'm a good enough Christian to be at church.
0: Now, see, it's it's strange that you say something like that. I have to say, I have to address this. The meanest people that you ever want to meet can be people that are in the church. They 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 feel like when they come in and they come in every Sunday and they sit a certain place. They won't scoot over and and let Mm -hmm. you sit down. Mm -hmm. You know, you got some that that look at you sideways if you come in there and and you're you're wearing something that's that's uh, revealing or whatever. Or you happen to even look away that that they resent some women, not all women, but some women resent young women who come in and look like wow. Because they don't look like that anymore. You know. They, they're upset with, with people who can come in. If a beggar was to come into the church. And was stinking. You know. They would put him out. Yeah. Instead of giving him a place to where he could sit. And set one of the deacons around him or whatever. To, to, to make sure that he just gets the word. And he doesn't do anything else. But they don't do that. Yeah. They ostracize people. Even, and and I'm going to say this, it's not that I condone homosexuality, but I don't believe that God would turn anybody away that wanted the love that he had to give. Amen. And sometimes it's difficult for some people. I've heard men say, I don't go to church because of the gays in the church. You know, I really, and and believe me, I I have to pray to the Lord and, and ask him to, you know, to hold back my tongue because I, I still got a mouth on me I'm not gonna curse but I can I can say well well are you scared you're gonna catch the gay gene or something <laughs> or, or, or or did somebody mess with you when you was a kid and or have you even thought about going that way and you just ashamed of it i I don't know but there's no way I had a man once talk to me and say something like uh uh, I told him when I was a kid, my father used to ask me and tell me to come and wash his back when he was in the tub. I did that. I didn't think that my father didn't, he wasn't molesting me or doing anything like that. And he told me that he had been to the penitentiary. And when he went to the penitentiary, he had to get a shower with his clothes on. You know, and I said, man, I, I wanted to just up and say, man, you lying. But I had to learn how to talk to people. And this is what we have to learn how to do if we're going to talk to people. <laughs> I could have went up and just said, you a lie, man. You know, good and well, you know, <laughs> you, know you got to take off all your clothes. In fact, when you go into the penitentiary, and I've never been, I'm seeing pictures on the television, you know, that's how I'm getting mine. And I see them when they come into the penitentiary, they make them take off all their clothes and they hose them down with something to make sure that they don't have any lights or anything bringing that into the penitentiary too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I was a little kid and I was going to swimming at Tandy's Community Center, they made us all get a shower. Before we went and got into the pool. And we was, I didn't have my clothes on when I did that. And that wasn't no penitentiary. So I've seen other men naked. I'm not, that doesn't excite me. You know, I'm not wondering whether I'm going to do this. Now, is there somebody else? Is there a pedophile in there? Somebody who is a potential pedophile? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Is there somebody that that, that wants to, you know, try to approach me? I don't know. I, I couldn't see it. But you can't see the the person. The Bible really says that adulterers, fornicators, and uh, let me explain, fornicators, somebody who has sex before marriage. I ain't I ain't pulling out no stones or nothing. But you know, I ain't throwing. You say if you're living in a glass house, don't throw no rocks. So I can't throw no rocks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) None of us can. When it comes to that,
0: (laughs) you know. But it says those who practice these things will not enter the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. So. You talk about a homosexual not going to heaven. Well, uh, so a fornicator is not either. If this is what he keeps doing. But I've heard stories about a, a person that's gay. Stop doing what he was doing. And I can't attribute that to himself. Because if he wanted to stop, he'd have stopped a long time ago. But he had to come into the church. He had to get help. He had to get the help of the Holy Spirit. And another thing, and I'm going to just say this and then it's going to be done. A relationship with God is good. But our relationship with God depends totally now upon Jesus Christ. And that's what I believe. The Bible says there's no way to the Father except to the Son. Now, all of these questions, like I said before, I'm not trying to get you to believe what I believe. I'm not even trying to get you to think like me. But let me ask you this. What if I'm right? This is the
1: podcast for right now. Oh, one more. Yeah, I got one more that I just thought of real quick. Uh, priorities Prioritizing As we all know we, we may not want to admit it But right now The church is in a direct battle With the NFL Major league football The the NFL is hogging up People's Sundays Men don't want to go To church because Well this is with my game You got people out there That are trying to find a church That fits within that realm Of okay I can get up Go to church And then get home For my game So that's so, another one You know
2: that, I was thinking Something similar Along those lines Time management And priorities Like you say Because people are so busy now, especially if, you know, you have kids. Like, we have a teenager in the house. And I'm from that old school family where, you know, my mom would get up, go to church, come home, cook this immaculate Sunday dinner. And so now just with how busy your schedule is during the week, Sunday, you got to get ready for the upcoming week. And it's just you you Saturday night, you're like, okay, I'm going to go to church tomorrow. You wake up Sunday and you think about all the things you have to do and then you come up with alternatives. Well, instead of going to church, I'll find something online to listen to for, you know, find yeah. an online church or read I'll scriptures. read my Bible for mm-hmm. an hour or I'll listen to some gospel music. Some sort of alternative to actually going to church.
0: You know, this this conversation could go on for. Yes, Days. I'm constantly. You know, because now everybody is getting kind of like hyped up on this thing. And and this podcast is only really supposed to be for about 15 minutes. Right now we're at 22 minutes, 23 minutes. We just want you to think. If we sit up there and make it a long, drawn out thing, okay, we might say some things that touch you. but But all I'm asking you to do is think about it. Share this with somebody else. Ask somebody a question. You know, it's not that you're trying to find a right or wrong answer or a reason why. And, you know, try to fix it for them. You understand? But just ask them and see what they say. What's their reason for not going to church? I'm going to say God bless you. We'll talk to you later. And have a blessed day. Listen to the podcast. Share it with somebody.